Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Calling all ambitious women entrepreneurs. Do you have a creative idea you want to bring to life? Has your soul been nudging you to write that book, start that online business, and free yourself from society's rigid box of boring AF expectations? Do you feel that you've been playing small when on a soul level you know you were born to play big? Are you craving a tribe of like-minded, ambitious souls who believe in collaboration over competition, who will encourage you to reach even higher and dream even bigger, and who will be there right alongside you as you step into the truest, most authentic version of yourself? If what I just said resonates with you, then you absolutely cannot miss the event I'm hosting this year, May 16th to 17th, 2020, in the Woodlands, Texas, called Own Your Thrive. VIP and general admission tickets are on sale now at thatsmarthustle.com slash ownyourthrive. And what's even better is that I've extended the 20% off coupon code for a few more weeks. Just use code OWNIT111 at checkout. That adds up to less than $100 a day for the most epic two days of your life with the most soul-centered people you will ever have the pleasure of meeting in this lifetime. And I know this because it's this community we've all built together and you guys are beyond incredible. So to all the women who are done playing small, to all the women who are ready to speak their truth and shine their light, To all the women who are no longer available for anything other than a truly exceptional and authentic, passion-filled life, this conference is your golden ticket. Are you ready to own your thrive? If I were you, I'd grab your ticket today because they are going fast, and once we are at capacity, that's it. I've left the link in the show notes for you, as well as that 20% off code, so make sure you take advantage. I am so excited for this event, and I can't wait to meet each and every single one of you. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the show. I am so happy to have you here with me today, and I am really excited about today's episode. As you can probably tell from the title, it's called Do This and Watch Everything Shift for You. So you're probably wondering, what is this thing? What is this thing that I need to do so that I can watch everything shift for me in a way that is going to please me, in a way that is going to make me happy and excited? And it's a really simple thing. And I think it's something we overlook all the time because we get so busy in our day-to-day 
and we're hustling and bustling and we have, you know, a thousand things to do, so much piling up on our to-do list. And we tend to get really zoned in and focused in on all of this stuff that maybe we haven't done yet, or maybe there is something we're kind of worried about, we're nervous about. You know, we have a lot of thoughts. There's studies out there that say we have over 60,000 thoughts per day, and the majority of those thoughts are negative. So really what I want this episode to be is I want it to serve as a reminder to follow your bliss on a daily basis. Follow your bliss on a daily basis. So I recorded a podcast episode not too long ago. I can't remember the exact number of the episode, but I was talking about how every single day I ask myself the question, what if for just today, my success was inevitable? What if for just today, money didn't matter? What if time didn't matter? What if my experience level didn't matter? And with any of those topics that you might have a little bit of resistance around, like money or experience or time, to kind of ignore those or pretend they don't exist and see what would happen, how your day would unfold if you knew that your success was inevitable. How would you behave? What would you do differently? How would you spend your quote unquote time, even though in this situation, time doesn't exist? What would you spend your day doing? And so this episode is piggybacking off of that episode because on top of asking ourselves, what if my success is inevitable? The other question I want you to start asking is, how can I follow my bliss today? How can I follow my bliss today. And you might be sitting there thinking, well, Kristen, actually, I've never really taken the time to sit down and discern what really does give me bliss. Like, I don't really even know what makes me happy or what makes me feel really blissed out and ecstatic and joyful and appreciative and in a really, really good mood. And so the easiest way to figure out how to follow your bliss is to make a bliss list. That's really hard to say, by the way. Try to say bliss list three, t- three times fast. But what gives you bliss? And if you're sitting there still scratching your head thinking, well, I'm still not sure because you know, you're know you just throwing this exercise at me right now, I can guarantee you, you probably know what does not give you bliss. So for example, and you can make a not bliss list, and that's going to help you figure out what does give you bliss. Because basically, the opposite of what does not give you bliss is probably going to be the thing that gives you bliss. So for example, maybe waking up to an alarm is something that you absolutely hate. It does not bring you joy or bliss at all. Maybe rushing around in the morning and trying to get out the door to get to work, that's something that you don't like. You wish that maybe you had a little bit more time in the morning to journal and read and just spend that much-needed alone time before rushing off to meet everyone else's expectations. Perhaps scrolling social media for an extended period of time is something that does not make you feel joyful because as we talked about in the last episode, you start to feel like you are comparing yourself to other people, these other strangers online, and what their lives look like. Perhaps you don't really enjoy watching too much TV before bed. Maybe like one episode or one episode of a show is enough for you, but you find yourself kind of binging or going down the rabbit hole where you're watching two to three hours of television per night before bed. Maybe organizing your inbox is something that you really don't like to do. 
or perhaps it's paying bills or getting your taxes in order to file them. So once you've made a list of all of the things that do not bring you bliss, you can then reverse those or figure out what the opposite of those are and create your bliss list. So some examples for me, what gives me bliss would be things like reading, writing, dancing, going for walks in nature, eating really good food. And that doesn't necessarily mean healthy food, but really allowing myself to go after whatever craving I'm having that day, just knowing that I can go eat some really good food or cook some really good food, whatever that craving may be. Um, laughing, like watching really awesome stand-ups or ones I have like certain go-to stand-ups where if I'm like, I just need to laugh right now. I need to laugh some more. I need to have a little bit more fun. Then I'll, you know, go into Netflix and watch the stand-ups that I have marked as my favorites. Also groove rides on Peloton. So I love riding my Peloton, but I notice that there's a particular instructor and a particular type of ride that I love because it's where we're actually dancing on the bike. So I know that it's something that uplifts me. I know that the playlist is gonna be really groovy, (laughs) if you will, and really awesome. So I know that that type of ride specifically brings me bliss. And also, you know, socializing with close friends and family. I really like that feeling of connection. Whenever I hang up the phone or get off FaceTime or even end a text message, I always tend to feel uplifted and happy and just connected with the people that I care about most. And then, of course, another thing that gives me bliss is creating. So right now, you can probably hear the inflection in my voice as I am speaking for this episode, as I am talking into the microphone, creating something brand new, especially if it's content to bring to all of you is something that brings me so much bliss. And especially this particular platform with podcasting. Oh my gosh, I just love it. I come alive. It lights my soul up. It just makes me so happy. So I know that this is the medium for me, especially when it comes to content creation, if I really want to feel blissed out and joyful and happy in the moment, then podcasting is the way for me to go. So why is this important? Why is it important to follow your bliss daily? So here's the thing, and this is what I've learned as I've been just learning more about the law of attraction, the different universal laws, you know, the 12 universal laws that are out there, and really just focusing on my own process of feeling good and allowing my well-being to flow, really focusing on what is going on in my mind, what story I'm telling myself every single day, I have discovered that the more focused you are on your bliss, the less focused you are on your worries, your problems, that random stranger's opinion of you, the more focused you are on the things that bring you joy then the more in the moment you are because you are experiencing joy, you are experiencing bliss. And when you are in that state, that really high vibe state of appreciation and joy and bliss and freedom and empowerment, and you are just so in the moment, there's no kind of discord or resistance going on in your body. Right now, as I am sitting here podcasting, there is not a single negative thought that's going on because I'm sitting here in front of this podcast doing something that I absolutely love. I am here, I am present, I am in the moment, and I am loving bringing this particular episode, this kind of content to you. 
So the more time that you spend doing things and being around things that make you feel joyful and give you that feeling of bliss, then the less focus, the less energy, the less time you're going to spend on the things that maybe aren't going so well or the things that you're worried about or you know if you have any problems or situations that maybe aren't ideal right now the more you are focused on your bliss the less you can be focused on the things that are worrying you so of course the other reason it's so great to focus on your bliss and your joy is just because it feels good it feels good to be doing something that brings you bliss it feels good to be focusing on something that is not a worry that is not a problem. That is not some random opinion of you or that bad book review that you got. It feels good. Like your well-being is flowing when you are focusing on the things that bring you joy. So the thing is, when it comes to those negative emotions and that discord, you are feeling a sense of resistance because you are thinking about something that you do not want. You are thinking about something that does not bring you bliss. That's what that negative emotion is in your body. It's being out of alignment with your true state of being, which is that joyful, blissed out state. So when you are in this state of discord and you have that negative emotion or you're worried about something, you introduce resistance into the equation. And so what we've talked about resistance in the past, but I wanted to give a really visual example of what resistance looks like so that way it can be a bit more understood. So resistance blocks flow. And we were just talking about how flow is constantly surrounding you. You can't see it because it's energy. So at all times, you are either resisting that flow of well-being or you are allowing that flow of well-being. So if you think about the concept of bliss and then the concept of worry, for example, if you were to think of bliss as a net, then what worry would look like is a wall. So, and a net isn't the best example because there are still some little holes, but if you were to, you know, run some water through a strainer or through a net, that water would get through very easily because there's no resistance. Now, it wouldn't be a full steady stream. I'm trying to think of an example of something where it would just go right through. It would be like pouring a, you know, some water into a completely open glass or having it pour into, you know, water pouring into the ocean or it raining into the ocean. You're just allowing that well-being to flow through you and into your life. So with bliss, there's no resistance. There's nothing stopping that flow from coming to you. But if you think about worry, worry is like a wall, a just a giant brick wall. It is solid. There are no holes. There's nothing for anything to get through. Worry is that wall because resistance is introduced. And so when you have that flow trying to come to you, it just keeps hitting that wall. And it might be trying to get around the wall, go over the wall, you know, underneath the wall. That's not even possible, I don't think. Um, or through the wall, but it can't because it is cemented together and it is a brick wall. And that flow of well-being cannot get through to you. And you are the one standing on the other side. The power of asking yourself these two questions on a daily basis is that they kind of work as a catalyst for one another. So if you're asking yourself, how can I follow my bliss today? 
and what if my success is inevitable, then what you're doing with the bliss question is doing all of the things that bring you bliss, that make you happy. So for me, that could be, you know, reading, writing, creating. And when you're thinking about your success being inevitable, that's putting you in a frame of mind where you are telling the story of your life the way that you want it to look instead of your current as-is situation. And that is so, so key because if you are focused on what currently is and say your current situation has a lot of worry, has a lot of problems, has a lot of discord, a lot of resistance going on, then your situation can never change because that's what you're focused on. You're focused on the worry. You're focused on the discord. You're focused on the resistance. And so in asking yourself, what if my success is inevitable, you are telling yourself a new story. And that's going to help you get closer and really bridge that gap between what is currently going on and where you want to be in the future. So it really is that simple. Just believe that your success is inevitable. And trust me, when you ask yourself this question enough times every single day, you will start to believe that it is inevitable. But you know, it's a it's a practice thought. We have to practice our thoughts in order to really integrate them into our belief system. So believing that your success is inevitable and then also choosing to follow your bliss on a daily basis is just the perfect formula for for creating the life that you really want. So that is it for today's podcast episode. I really hope that it motivated you, it inspired you, and that you will really take these two concepts into consideration when you wake up each and every morning. And if you're finding that you're really enjoying these podcast episodes and you you like all the concepts that we talk about here, but you really want to find a way to integrate these concepts, these teachings, all of this stuff that we talk about, then I just want to encourage you to check out my monthly membership community called the Soul Flow Collective. It is where personal growth and soul nourishment collide. You can find the link in the show notes or you can go to thatsmarthustle.com slash SFC. And when you visit that website, there is a free introductory video that tells you exactly what the Soul Flow Collective is all about, what you can expect, what you will get. So I highly recommend checking that out if, again, you are wanting to really integrate these concepts and root them permanently into your state of being. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. I will chat with you in the next episode. With love and light. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.